Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of That's My Jam Stack, the podcast where we ask the burning question, what is your jam in the jam stack? I'm your host, Brian Robinson, and in today's episode, we're talking with a Cloudinary developer evangelist and the awesome technical trainer who just started jamstack.training, Tamash Parosh. Today's episode is sponsored by TegShape, a content platform made specifically for the jam stack. Stick around after the episode to hear more or head over to takeshape.io slash that's my jam stack for more information. Hey, Tamash, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. So uh, so if, if you don't mind, give us a, a, little, a little overview of who you are, what you do for work, what you do for fun, that kind of thing. Sure. So I work as a developer evangelist for a company called Cloudinary, who does um, sort of cloud-based media management, media being images and videos. Uh, so I've been with them for a bit over a year. Uh, and before that, I've worked at various other companies, like a NoSQL company as a technical instructor. And as you know, as part of uh, the role, I basically go and travel the world pretty much. I attend conferences. I do talks and workshops at meetups and in various other places. And I also own a training company, which is called Full Stack Training, where I basically try to deliver training courses about various pieces of web technologies. So that's what I do professionally. Um, on the personal side of things, I, I always point out that I am um, a water polo player, which is a very tough sport for those of uh, you who actually know it. And, and I like to say that as a coach, um, as a water polo coach, um, I have a gold and a bronze medal from some international tournaments. And as a player, I also have a, um, a third position in a, in a tournament. So I have a cup. So these are my little personal uh, achievements. P- potentially the uh, the best athlete we've had on the show so far. So that's that's cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I don't know. Water polo sounds incredibly difficult to me. So it is. It is. But you know, if you if you train and you know if you dedicate some time to it, then then it can be a lot of fun. Very cool. So so you're uh, you're working at Cloudinary. So obviously professionally, you're doing quite a bit of Jamstack stuff. Uh, anything outside of work that you're working on Jamstack wise, or is it all just kind of that? that work environment? It's mostly the work environment. The other thing that I, I work on is I have, you know, my own personal site, which is the site about me, about what I do. It's like a, a you know, one page thing. Uh, so I build that using 11T, which is one of the static site generators, and I'm hosting it on Netlify. Um, that's the only thing that I do, really. Um, I also have, a, you know, my company's website, and I have a blog on there, which one day... If time permits, and when you know the wind blows from the right direction, <laughs> uh, I will also sort of transform into Gemstack side. But you know that's uh, I don't know when what's going to happen. Sure. And so you've got you've got the full stack training uh, company, but you're also doing some Gemstack stuff with that too, right? Yes. So I basically um, registered Gemstack training as a domain, and I um, have a site. Uh, available up there, which is basically just using Teachable, which is a very good service that I, I, I like. Um, so they basically allow you to create your online sort of video uh, portal uh, where you can upload your videos, manage your courses, users can register, so everything is <clears throat> happening out from the box. So on that site, I basically have two free courses available at the moment. One is an introduction to Jamstack, which is it's really a non-technical thing. There's, you know, there's no discussions about code. I just wanted to create this course so that 
anyone, even coming from a non-technical background, can kind of understand what the Jamstack is. The second course that I have there is how to create a blog using 11T and some other services. And then at the moment, I am recording another one, which is create an e-commerce store using Gatsby and Snipcart. Um, it's, I actually tweeted about that today. It's, it's a Christmas store with all these Christmas ornaments and stuff. So nice. it's basically pressuring myself to finish it before Christmas. <laughs> Got to get it released by December at some point. Yeah, otherwise it's not going to work. So, yeah, I have that site. I try to, you know, use that to educate people about the Jamstack. And as I said, all the courses there are for free. So it's um, I'm trying to, you know, produce as many courses as I can uh, for free and put them out there. Very cool. And uh, have you, uh, so you've only got a couple courses there so far, but uh, how does it feel doing the Jamstack side of things in terms of education versus that full stack side? So with the full stack side, I was, the courses that I had weren't always necessary about, you know, always full stack. You know, it was sometimes just Node.js, sometimes this, sometimes that. But I have to say it does help in a sense that in a very, in a relatively short video course, I can talk about like how to create an entire e-commerce site. And, <clears throat> excuse me, that involves, you know, how to develop it, how to sort of deploy it how to enhance it by adding, you know, just, you know, Snipcart. I mean, the whole experience of making this happen is is wonderful, right? Whereas before, I had a course where I was talking about, you know, Angular and Node and Express and full-stack JavaScript and this and that, and that's like a very long course to put everything together. And I didn't even talk about how to deploy that, right? Because <laughs> I just thought, you know, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the actual code. Whereas now, I can very easily just, talk about how to deploy stuff as well. Very cool. You, it lets you give like that full application feeling to all the, all your courses at that point. Exactly. Right. So in about 30, 40 videos, you know, we start from nothing and we end up having a, an app that works and is deployed, which is, I think, pretty amazing. Very nice. I agree. That, that is kind of one of my favorite things on the Jamstack. Uh, so uh, let's talk about technologies. Uh, you've mentioned 11D a little bit. Obviously, you're working at Cloudinary. What are kind of your your jams in the Jamstack? What are your favorite technologies, philosophies, methodologies? Sure. So I really like the the letter A in the Jamstack. Um, you know, the API bit because, and and I just did a talk recently, and I made the joke that you know how about 10 years ago, we used to say, oh, there's an app for that. You know, just about, you know, Apple's iPhone, App Store, you know, you could do whatever you wanted. And I think now it's safe to say that there's an API for that, right? So it doesn't matter what you want to do or how complex that thing is. I'm pretty sure there's an API out there that is available for you. So, you know, a few examples that I've used, and these are my favorite ones as well, like Formspring. Like the bane of my life was contact forms because I had to have a server. It had to have some, you know, mail service up and running and then you have to have something that processes the form and sends it and it's like oh my god and then with forms free you just have the form element you have the action attribute and you literally say formspree.io slash email address and you're up and running i mean how simple <laughs> right? i mean you can't go uh, more simple than that and you know other things like auth zero for authentication authentication traditionally speaking was always very difficult, right? With their APIs, it's it's really simple. Um, or the recent recording that I'm doing for the e-commerce stuff, right? So I'm, as I said, I'm using 
snip cards, mm -hmm. um, and also using Cloudinary to display product images, right? So the combination of these two APIs means that with Snipcard, I can just have an entire checkout flow, including you know shipping, shipping details, payments, and everything embedded in my application in just like three or four lines of code. And that's pretty much it, and everything works. And then they have their own dashboard where they have the stats, how many sales you did, et cetera. And then I'm also displaying products using Cloudinary, which is you know, displaying images and you know videos on your website is traditionally speaking kind of challenging because mm -hmm. you can go wrong with that. And so here's an example of what I'm doing in this app. I have this sort of like a jumper on a, on a lady that is like a Christmassy jumper that I'm you know selling in this wonderful e-commerce store. Mm -hmm. And Cloudinary has a feature to replace the color uh, with another color. So oh. as opposed to me generating you know, five or six different images from the same product to say what was yellow should now be red and it should now be green, should now be blue, and then I just display those. Like, and that's it. You know, it's, I can achieve whatever I want mm -hmm. using these APIs and I can let all these companies to deal with, you know, scaling and, and security and, you know, because what happens when my e-commerce store becomes very popular, right? I don't need to worry about, oh, how I'm going to handle the increased load of the checkout flow because Snipcart is responsible for that service and I'm sure they're going to take care of that, right? So it's, this is what I, I really enjoy and love in the Jamstack. So that's why I, I like to point out that you know, I'm, I'm all for A's and, and I'm sure there's an API for, for everything that I, I ever wanted to do on the web. Yeah, definitely. And I actually really enjoy the idea of the, uh, the Christmas shop, especially in terms of that scalability because the Christmas shop may not do a lot of traffic from January to October but it's going to ramp up real hard in November, and so you have to be prepared for it, which would have been hard if you managed your own server. Exactly. And now everything is pretty much transparent to you. You don't you know, see it. You don't need to worry about it. That's, that's pretty much it. And I, I absolutely love the, uh, the there's, there's an API for that. I'm, I'm definitely going to, be, uh, going to be tweeting about that, that's for sure. Um, all right, so, uh, so I guess tell me a little bit about... Uh, how you're uh, kind of advocating in Cloudinary and what sorts of uh, technologies you're using. Obviously, we talked about like the color change, but like what other kind of big things are you kind of talking about in your professional life in the Jamstack? Um, so, there. So, so first of all, because of you know me having this Jamstack training website, I try to sort of um, explore all the static side generators and all the, all the headless CMSs, all the components and all the tools that I could use under the Jamstack, I, I just like to explore these, right? And that's part of the role as a developer evangelist as well, so that you, you know, I'm all kind of well-versed in all of these different pieces of technology. Um, so at, at Cloudinary, really, you know, we focus on um, media, images and videos and how you store them, how you optimize them, how you uh, sort of transform them. So we have, you know, APIs for not only just managing these media assets, but also, as I said, you know, to transform them into any way you want. Uh, we recently added lots of AI features. So, you know, don't forget, this is all on our side. So all you need to do is modify the URL or make the right API or SDK call, and we do the job for you. So we have things like, you know, um, object recognition for about 20, 30 items. So you can send an image to us and then we can find, I don't know, a microwave on it. You can find a banana on it and then we can actually crop the image for you so that, you know, the banana or the microwave oven is going to be in the center of the image. 
And, you know, again, what, what do I need to do here? Nothing. Upload the image, change something in the URL, and I get the result that I wanted. Very cool. Yeah, and, and that's actually uh, one of the uh, one of the challenges I even had uh, uh, managing a, an actual proprietary CMS was image cropping and like dealing with all that and figuring out where to crop the image. We put that on the user, on our CMS users, and it never ended quite well. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can do that automatically with any of these AI features, or you could, you know, just manually, you know, say width, height, crop, and then, you know, you're good to go. It's, uh, I do enjoy, you know, that side of the things. It's, it's really, really easy. And then, you know, there's the delivery side of things. So we also use a global CDN, which means that, you know, once you do a transformation, it gets pushed out to the CDN. It's always going to be returned to the closest requesting user. And also if the same transformation is requested, we don't do it again, right? So it's just going to be cached in the CDN. So it's the second time when you call the same image is even going to be faster. And then we do have automatic formatting features, which is basically says, if you're looking at this image from Chrome, we serve it as a WebP. If you look at it from a Safari, we serve it as a JPEG, right? And that's again, completely transparent to you because otherwise, if you wouldn't have that feature or you wouldn't have this sort of management tool available for you, you would theoretically, if you want a, a website that performs well, you would have to create a JPEG file, a WebP file, and you know have the logic in place so that the right file is served for the right browser. Very cool. And, and that, that whole CDN thing is, it's, it's over my head definitely, but it's very interesting to me that we have all these APIs that are doing CDN as well. So you've got Cloudinary on a CDN, uh, FaunaDB has this kind of distributed database thing, Netlify with hosting on the CDN, and then putting all that logic at the CDN level just makes so much sense, but I could never set that up. Like that could never be me. So it's so nice to offload that to our various APIs. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that's also one of the core ideas of the Jamstack, I think, is, you know, everything should be on an edge server. So there's really, you know, no more excuses for not creating websites that, that perform well. So Yeah, exactly. As, as quick as possible all over the world. Cool. Uh, so uh, let's let's get to uh, what you're actually jamming on right now in terms of music. What what what's your musical taste? Uh, what's your favorite song or musician? What 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 are you what are you listening to? So what I listen to in general. So I have a weird set of, of music that I listen to. Um, it's really anything from metal music to reggaeton. Reggaeton being my big favorite, right? So artists like J Balvin, Maluma, Daddy Yankee, these type of artists. And I love the music so much that I actually learned Spanish so that I can actually understand what they are singing about. Um, and actually, so I'm, I'm going to say this out loud now so that it's, it's on a recording. One of the challenges that I, I have for myself for the next year is to deliver a talk in Spanish. So I've been working on that. It's I'm getting there, I think, but you know, 2020 is the year when it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, so the big favorite that I have is is really you know J Balvin. Anything from from J Balvin, who's a uh, Colombian reggaeton singer. I I just love his songs, and I have to admit that you know we spoke about Christmas. It's Christmas time. I'm all for Christmas music. You know, it's um, Bing Crosby and Cliff Richard and you know all of these. I'm going to start to play them very soon. You know, I was at a, a, a cafe this past weekend and they were playing Christmas music and I said, it's not Thanksgiving yet. Well, so for us, right? It's not in, in, in the States, not Thanksgiving yet. I feel like it's got to be December before we can listen to Christmas music. Yeah, it's look, it's 10 more days and I can, you know, have it on full blast. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not going to judge. You could listen to it in July, and I'd be I'd be happy for you to listen to Christmas music then. You know, I like I like Christmas, and you know, I think Christmas music should be in December. It's cold. Maybe there's snow. It has a certain you know feeling for it, and and, and I like that. So. Uh, so so last thing, uh, anything that you want to promote that you're doing right now? What what do you want to kind of share with the Jamstack world? I would just you know like people to to check out Jamstack training. Um, if you know anyone feels like they they're up for recording their own sort of video course, I'm more than happy to host that as well or help them you know ideate and help them to record stuff. Um, or if they just have an idea and say, oh, I would love to see you know X Y Z in the Jamstack, then I'm more than happy to at least try to somehow record that or accommodate those requests. But yeah, just, you know, as I said, it's, it's all free. So uh, I hope people will, uh, will find value in, in what I'm doing there. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. I want to take a second to thank this week's sponsor, TakeShape. TakeShape calls their offering a content platform, and that's really the best description. Uh, they have a, a handy CMS, a static site generator, and a simple GraphQL API that's all ready for your use in the Jamstack. And they may have all that power, but they also work within your current workflow. I'm currently converting one of my sites over to use the TakeShape CMS, but because I can bring my own static site generator, I don't have to rewrite a lot of that code, just change where the data comes from, and bam, instant upgrade to my CMS. They also have new features coming out all the time, like their new Mesh product that allows for you to mix and match data from multiple sources into one neat GraphQL interface. If all that sounds interesting, be sure to go to takeshape.io slash that'smyjamstack to find out more. And of course, as always, I do want to thank you, our listeners. You are the reason I do this. Be sure to like, heart, favorite, subscribe, whatever you do in your podcast app of choice to let me know that you want more and more and more episodes of the Best My Jamstack podcast. We'll see you next week and keep doing amazing things on the web.